Welcome to Women Winning It Writing Podcast Show. I am your host, Chelsea McCoy, and this is the show where we talk about all things writing and all things editing from a woman's perspective. Thank you to all of our listeners for tuning in. We've got another amazing episode for you for season two. For those of you that have listened so far, you guys know that we talk to a variety of female authors and aspiring writers and have they not been absolutely amazing like yeah I think they have been matter of fact I know they have been so today is it's just another amazing author and I am so pleased to present to you a young lady that I had the pleasure of meeting um well yeah it's been th- going on three years now and I went to Dallas for uh like a networking meet and greet and um the turnout was a little lower than what the host expected but you know as God does he has who needs to be there at the time and so she and I and another young lady that were there we connected and we um it was just amazing when we the energy was great we just vibed and I was blessed to be able to help her write finish excuse me finish her first book and get it released so her book that it her very first book that debuted in 2020 is titled what it means to be free and oh my goodness y'all this book is absolutely amazing like while I was reading it you know just to see her growth and to see some of the things that she overcame, you know, and to see where she is today. Like, oh my God, y'all, y'all talk about a flower that started out, it was closed. And now God has just brought her to this open blossom and she's still moving. She's still growing. Like she ain't done yet. Y'all, she ain't done, but I'm gonna let her tell a little bit more of her story. I'm gonna let y'all, I'm gonna let her just, just go with it. So without further ado, Please welcome Miss Jalisha Jones to the show. Hey, Miss Jalisha. Hey, Chelsea. <laughs> thank you for having me. You are thank so you. welcome. Well, look, thank you so much for just taking the time to uh, sit and chat with me for a little bit and we can find out about what you got going on. Um, we definitely want to talk about this book because what, you know, what it means to be free. It was such a pivotal and a significant book for you, you know, to, to write this book and then to see where you are now. I mean, you know, of course, you know, I look at all of my clients as my babies. (laughs) And so to see, you know, to see you guys birth these babies, you know, and then to see what's happening through the growth. It's just, it it brings my heart so much joy. So let's, let's just go, let's just get right into it. So please, for those that don't know you, just what is the book about? And and just tell us a little bit about yourself. my own revelation, I went through a spiritual like awakening in 2019 and I was just drawn to write. I just started writing and what was coming out, it was just a lot of, I guess, revelations and things God was pouring into my spirit of, mm-hmm. of a lot of stuff I had been holding back on, trauma, pain, and me just working through that and understanding the layers of me, of the, of the pain, of the trauma and coming to my own freedom and what that looked like and so it really is just my truth my testimony and and my experience 
Yes. And so while you, what, when you were writing this and again, for, you know, I'm sure those of you that are listening, um, if you're familiar, when you're doing a memoir or you are writing something about yourself, your life and those types of things, what was the process like for you while you were writing? Uh, it was very, looking back now, I can say it was very healing. Uh, at the time, it was kind of painful because uh, it was it was like everything that I kind of had been putting back or trying to block out was just coming forth. And I was really wanting this to be as real as possible. Mm-hmm. And in, for, or, in order for that to happen, you gotta you got to put skeletons out the closet. So it was uncomfortable. It was, I cried sometimes. I had to stop. I had to go back and... Uh, but it, looking back now, I can say it was probably what I needed. It was so healing for me. It was a lot of things I just felt like I need to get this off of me. Like, yes. like really. And the, writing that book, it just allowed me to, to release a lot of dead weight, I feel like. Okay. And so, yeah, when you say release the dead weight, I, I definitely understand where you're coming from. So, since you are talking about writing from something that was so very personal. How did your family relate to it? Or those that knew, you know, those that knew what happened or knew what you experienced, how did they, you know, respond to it? Oh, girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think my family was aware of a lot of things. I got, I pretty much, it was like I ripped off the band-aid because I was talking about like sexual abuse. I was talking about you know, uh, growing up being, you know, just in a lot of different uh, painful situations. Yeah. I know my family was supporting me, I think, but when they got the book, I don't think they thought that I was going to put it out there like that. And so yeah. <laughs> they were surprised. My mama was surprised. Uh, it was, it was kind of like, why are you doing this? Yeah. That's what the response was. Why are you doing this? What, what, what's this for? Wow. So, uh, that's now, how the family reacted. <laughs> now, okay, so the family was like, okay. Now, what about the readers, the people that bought the book? You know, like, what was their response? I had a lot of people come up to me, a lot of women who said, I saw myself. I went through something similar. I've been in those situations with men. I've been played. I've been lied to. I've been abused. And so that was the blessing within it all because initially when the family was asking the way they were I was like did I do the right thing yeah when you started hearing from the right or hearing from the readers that kind of like validated okay this is bigger than me this is bigger than my family like this is for other people who need to be seen and they felt seen so that was that's that's the message I got back and I still get that back stated like oh my god I, I feel seen I feel seen and I'm like thank you <laughs> that's right. what I wanted to this to be it's for other people to feel like they're seen they're not alone so yeah that's perfect so now speaking of being seen in the bigger picture you are doing some big things now as a result of stepping out you know pretty much on faith to write this book so what are you doing now so I've been doing a lot of workshops. I've been creating a lot of courses for women to work on self-love. I had became a self-love coach, and so I've been coaching clients. This year, I set the intention that I'm going to be traveling to speak at different conferences, and so I have a few conferences I'm going to be speaking at in February next month, and okay. I believe April. 
and in September. And it's all about self-love, challenging our negative beliefs about ourselves, what people have told us, the stuff that we've been through so that we can really become the, pe- the, the best version of ourselves, be the woman that we really want to be and not what everyone else has told us or not believing that we're not worthy because we went, went through some painful experiences. So my whole thing is talking, talking more, more and more and more and more, just spreading, spreading more knowledge and spreading more love. I love it. I love it. So there's a part in the book and this is I I read this and I highlighted it. Um, It's kind of in the beginning. It says slowly my awareness began to change. I started noticing things. I started praying more. I was meditating. I was shedding my skin in a sense. I wanted to know more. I wanted to grow. I wanted to do things that brought happiness to my soul. What made me happy? like truly happy like I couldn't stop smiling my heart is full that kind of happy when I read that and every time I read it it just sends chills because again like you just said so many women can connect and identify with with just what you said right there and so to to have you write that and to, you know, to just discuss that. I mean, it's absolutely, it's very powerful. So now when you think of that and what you just said, self-love, you know, tapping into yourself, when you were writing that part, like mm-hmm. what, you know, what was going, what were, what was your intent, you know, for just that part right there that you wanted women to know? Uh- Hearing you read it back to you, I'm like, I wrote that. Yeah. <laughs> yes, you did, ma'am. Yes, you did. Uh huh. <laughs> uh, That's page nine. <laughs> I would say, um, at that, at, I guess, because a lot of times we think we, we we live for other people. We live for our families, our spouses, our children. We do what our parents want us to do. We do what society wants us to do. And then we lose sight of ourselves. And we either we're, we're discontent, we're, we're sad, we're not really feeling fulfilled. And I had felt that for so long and I really wanted to start actually living for me and finding out what that looks like for me. And, and for women, I, I see that so many times when I'm around a lot of women, we are so disconnected from what we really want. And sometimes you gotta go on that journey to really rediscover yourself. Who am I? What do I like to do? What makes me happy? What brings me joy outside of my family or outside of being a mother, outside of being a wife? Like what actually makes me happy? Like what is that? Because I know you can lose your job, you can get a divorce, you can, you know, your kids can go off to school and and you're still left with yourself. Yeah. So you still gotta you still got to give that love to yourself. You still got to figure out who am I? What is my reason for being? What is my purpose? So that's where I wanted people to gather from that. Like, who am I? What, what do I? What am I here for? What's the purpose of this? That's good. That is so good. And you bring up such an important point when you say that. Who am I? Because it's got to be about you and fulfilling that, you know, that inner part, you know, of you. Um so what, what would be the biggest takeaway that you would want readers to get from your book? Uh, the biggest takeaway I would say is that your past doesn't define you. Uh, your past is, even if it's ugly, if it's something that you wish you could put in a, a locket away and look back on it, it helps 
it helps you figure out who you are and what you need. And looking in the past can help you redefine who you want to be moving forward in the future. So I, I feel like we can't just ignore what's happened to us. We need to look back because then we can figure out who we are, what we need to work on, what I need to, to pay more attention to, what do I want to feel like, what I don't want to feel like, mm-hmm. you know, what am I deserving of. you you got to look back to move forward. That, that's essentially the message I would hope to, for people to understand. I, I, I spent a lot of time ignoring my past and and wanting and being feeling ashamed of a lot of choices I made and things I've been through and I wanted to to rip that off I wanted to get rid of it because shame can only live if we if we hide and I was done hiding and I think we all should be done hiding from the past we need to embrace all that we are and we can live a life we really want to live that's it. That's it. And see, on the next page of your book, you you said, and I I I said, okay, I'm not gonna read the next quote, but what you just said just just prompted that. So you said, here's the thing, with playing it safe and cool, you will never reach your soul's purpose in life by playing it safe. Life changes when you make yourself uncomfortable. Doors open when you walk the road less traveled. And you said, I'm not satisfied with playing it safe anymore. It's time for more. It's time for me to explore the road less traveled. And when I tell you how powerful that is, I just did a post yesterday. I don't know if you saw it on Facebook. And I asked the question, ladies, ladies, why do we settle? So I'm gonna need you to just chime in later. okay? (laughs) But how many times do we settle? And when when I reread this before, you know, our, our, our interview, I looked at it again and there's no way that we can explore something new. There's no way that we can embrace the bigger picture or look at something different or, you know, accomplish a goal or step out in faith. If we settle and we Mm -hmm. just allow ourselves to not have the experience of trying something different. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, let's, let's talk about that for just a quick second. What, what's your thoughts on settling and not allowing yourself to become uncomfortable or to explore those other options? Settling. First of all, I I don't believe in settling at all. I've settled a long, long time. And what I would say is that anytime I see somebody that settled, even even myself, I was unhappy. I was not content because I felt like it was almost like this belief in me that I don't deserve more, that I'm not going to be able to have more, that this is the best I'm going to get. And that's just simply not true because if we're talking about God, we're talking about really having faith, then God isn't like a, a God that's telling you, oh, you, you, you just need to settle for whatever comes your way. No, he wants to bless you. He wants to give you everything that you can imagine. But you got to believe that you're worthy of that. Yeah. And doing that makes, doing that requires you to be uncomfortable. It requires you to face fears. And a lot of us don't want to face fear. We don't want to do on the other side of fear, but I'm telling you, even going through this process, writing this book was fearful as hell. It was too much. Yeah. But yeah. On, the other, on the other side of that, 
I started being able to speak up more. I started being able to coach. I was able to start speaking at conferences. I've been able to help a lot of different women. And that's only happened because I faced the fear. So we got to make ourselves uncomfortable. Because on the other side of that is so much more. So many more miracles. So many more blessings. But it won't happen unless we, we actually take the step. So settling, no, we don't need to be doing that, ladies. Nobody. We need to be facing it head on. And then just, just continue. The more you step, the more God will meet you. That's just what that is. <laughs> Ooh, that now see that's rich right there. Yeah, if you take one step, that's it. We're just required to take one step. Not twenty-five, not run the whole marathon. Just one. Uh-huh. Just one. But you know, sometimes again when we get to that point, like what you just the title of your book, what it means to be free. If you are not free, whether that's free in your mind, you know, physically free, whatever your free means to you. There's no way you're going to take that one step because you don't have the confidence to do it. And some some women, you know, you know, we as women, we because we are emotional beings, how God created us, we hold on to a lot of stuff. (laughs) We just hold on to it and we can lose faith in ourselves and not even believe that we can move forward. And we don't even believe that this or that thing can happen for us so yeah it's it's, it's definitely possible so thank you so much oh my gosh this has been such an amazing interview one last thing before we wrap up what is one thing that you would like to say to any woman who's thinking about writing a book whether it be a memoir you know something like what you wrote or poetry or just whatever she just want to write a book do it just do it because if the desire is there, it's been placed upon your heart, it's there for a reason. It, it, it's deeper than you. It's bigger than you. And you may feel like I don't write good or I don't sound good or this ain't going to flow the way it needs to or this sounds ridiculous or people are going to, you know, people are not going to receive this. Put it out. Just put it out uh, because the thing is, is that it's going to touch people. It's going to reach who it needs to reach. And the story can travel, especially if it's a memoir. You're thinking, I don't want to, I don't want my business to be put out there. But mm-hmm. there's so many other women or other, anybody that's just going through similar experiences. And they're needing to see that they're being seen, that, they're, that their story matters. So your story matters. Yes, Wherever you want to write it on paper, don't, don't. Put it off because the thing is, we don't want to be 20, 30 years down the line saying, I wish I would have wrote that book. I wish I would have put this on paper. I wish I would have tried this. Just do it and see what happens from that. Uh, it may open up doors you can't even imagine. It may change your whole life and put you on a whole new trajectory. But God is like, you got to do it first. So do it, do it, do it, do it. I love it. I absolutely love it. And lastly, if people would like to connect with you, find out more about your speaking um, engagements coming up or how to get the book, how can they reach you? Yes, yes, yes. So you can reach out to me if you want to know about speaking engagements, coaching, or courses, or even a book. You can reach me on my website, www.missjillyshaj, and that's dot com. You can also find me on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at the same, uh, at, at Miss Delisha J. And yeah, you can find me there. I have some things coming out, some, some other books that's going to be coming, and 
All right. Well, listeners, y'all heard it here first. We will make sure that all of her contact information is on the platform for you to access. And again, we just want to say thank you so much, Jaleesha. You know, you are so sweet. And I just I just love your fat, your your fire, your energy. And thank you so much for being our guest this week on the show. We appreciate you and we love you. And listeners, as y'all already know, until next time. Everyone be blessed. Bye for now.